Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. What's up? Hope you're having the best day ever coming at you with another live stream. So today, guys, we're talking about the cardio era and the biggest mistakes that I see when it comes to this era, because we're talking about fitness eras this week. Yesterday, we went over the newbie era, and then today we are going over the cardio era. So welcome back to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. Today, we're talking about the cardio era and the biggest mistakes that I see, okay? So today, we're covering nutrition, we're covering fitness, we're covering lifestyle, we're covering mindset, okay? All those four areas because it is super important that you understand that each kind of section has different components of it. So it's not just fitness. It's not just nutrition. It's also how you interact with your friends. It's also how you, you know, perceive and like have different um, idealizations about what your goals are. Also, like, what is your mindset around certain things? This all plays a factor when it comes to different things. And so today we're going to talk about that. So first mistake that I see to cover nutrition first uh then we'll get into fitness the first mistake that i see is that if it fits your macros era and the cravings galore cravings galore so when you're in your like cardio girl era you know and i'm going to give you a little definition so you guys know kind of what that looks like you know you're doing hit classes you're doing light weights you're trying pilates out then you're on the bike then you're doing the treadmill you're going for runs you're doing all these things normally you are a stressed out girly okay you are stressed out there's a million things going on and you're like when i do cardio i just feel better right and i've been there as well right you're like when i do cardio i just feel better i feel like myself my mind is clear all these things okay now none of this is a bad thing okay so cardio era like isn't a bad thing but there's different stages where we hyper we hyper obsess over certain things. So for example, when we talked about the newbie era, it's like lifting weights and like not really knowing and falling on and off track all the time. Then we tend to like gravitate towards like a cardio kind of era. And that's more of like, you know, you are doing a whole bunch of random workouts. You're like, you know, maybe you're on Beachbody, maybe you're doing YouTube workouts, maybe you're just like kind of making them up on your own. You're doing hit, you're doing Pilates, you're doing all this shit and you're super stressed out, but you're just trying to get something done in like 10 to 15 minutes. Okay, then this is for you. Okay, so nutrition wise, if it fits your macros is huge here because you're not meal planning, you're not really doing anything in terms of prep. There's no like batch cooking. There's no real like you're just trying to eat healthy. You eat a whole avocado and call her a day. You're like, I eat healthy today, right? Which is great. But the problem is with the cardio era is that a lot of you ladies want to build muscle and get like actually get toned, right? So when you're looking at these eras, I'm coming from it at a place, and I think this is important to say, from a place of you're trying to like tone up, look muscular, but like not too muscular. You're trying to like eat healthy. You just want to feel good about eating a donut, not feeling like shit, feeling on track, you know, relatively just making fitness a part of your life. And so the issue when you only focus on cardio and you're only focusing on if you fit your macros is you have a another extreme. Okay. So what this means is like with your nutrition, if it fits your macros, you have kid snacks or you have like takeout or you drink an extra glass of wine. Uh, you're going to feel kind of bad about it because there's no direction. You don't have a direction as to what you're trying to do. You're just like, I want to lose weight and I want to build muscle. That's awesome. But like, 
that's not a goal, right? And I say this like very nicely, but I'm just being direct because I feel like someone's going to tell you because no one told me and it sucked that no one told me. And it took me like seven years to figure it out um, when I first started. Like from the time I was, maybe it's not seven years, but like 16 to like 19, 20, I was in cardio girl era hard, like hard guys. I spent like years in this. And the problem with this is, is that it led to me under eating, led to me over exercising and it left me feeling very burnt out, but feeling better. But like, you know, when you like feel really good, but then you look in the mirror and it doesn't look the way that you want literally for years, it drove me mental. And so I'm trying to save you from that. This is like the sweet sweat era. This is where you put on the belt and you rub the thingy on you. And you're like, I'm going to go do the Stairmaster for like way too long. And that's what's going to happen. That's where I was at for a very long time. And so the thing is, is that when you do this one, when you do a shit ton of cardio guys, and you're not really lifting weights, like you might do some circuits or like light, you know, you know, dumbbell work, what happens is it's really, really hard for you to maintain muscle mass. So especially if you're like over 40, if you're under 40, you kind of get a little bit of a break. But over 40, it's like, you don't really like maintain muscle very well and you're not building muscle at all. And so the problem with that is, is that like, as you do get older, if you don't have that extra muscle mass, you also have to worry about maintaining it. So it's maintaining, but also building that. And that's very important for overall health, but also if you want to look toned, if you want to lose weight, all these things it all helps with, okay? With this also, I find a lot of ladies switching into Pilates and it's just because they're stressed out and they don't know how to manage their stress. So you have different methods of stress and this is important because people who tend to like doing cardio tend to also be stressed out. So there's kind of like a multifacet with this era. So what happens is it's like you have emotional stress, you have uh, the physical stress, you have the uh, like the actual physical stress of like working out is a stress. It might be a good stress, but it's still a stress. So you have the working out stress, the cardio stress, then you have like the lifestyle stress, your kids, your husband, like whatever. Then you have wealth, maybe money, financial stress. Then you also have like, you drink too much caffeine, you're on night shift. Like all these things are stressors on your body. So then you also have the fact that you're under consuming calories, which is also a stress on the body. And so when you have all of these stressors and then you're adding in like, heavy weights, low food, tons of cardio. It's really stressful in your body. And so then you're like, well, I'm just like, I can't handle it all. And it's like, well, yeah, because you're not eating enough food. But then because we have this, like, if I eat more food, I'm going to gain weight. Then we have that block. So then we don't want to do that. Then we don't do that. And that's how we end up stuck. Okay. And the thing is, is that the reason why you keep doing cardio is because when you do cardio, you at least feel better because when you go for a run or you go do like crazy cardio, at least it lets out some endorphins so that you can kind of like get that dopamine hit and go on with your day, which isn't the worst thing, but it doesn't lead to the result that you want. So yes, you feel better and you're like, yeah, I guess I'll like take that, but nothing else really gets better. You know what I mean? Like you don't get more toned. If you look like this, you then look like this. It's not like you change shape, you just get smaller, right? Because you're under eating and you're over exercising and you're super run down, tired. As soon as stress hits, you're like, boom, it like hits you like a brick. As soon as your kids get sick, you get sick. As soon as like you drink alcohol, you get sick. Like anything that's like any other stressors on your body, like you're taken out right away. And that's really the problem is that it's not very sustainable. And the thing is, is that if you're trying to lose weight with cardio, what happens is when we do a lot of cardio, what happens is, is that your body gets very adaptive. So the problem is, is not that you're doing cardio. It's that like you're only doing cardio. It's kind of like how before we're like only starting off with weights or we're only doing weights or we're only doing cardio. It's kind of like a nice blend of everything. Okay. And I'll show you what that looks like. So when it comes to like doing a whole bunch of cardio, you basically go do like, you know, whatever, say you're doing 20 minutes. 
Well, eventually, if that's all you're doing, eventually you've got to do 30 minutes. Then you've got to do 40 minutes. Then you've got to do 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 minutes. And like your body's going to get really, really good at adapting and not burning as many calories because it becomes more efficient. So now you're trying to like build muscle and you're trying to lose weight and you're trying to tone up. But the problem is, is that now you can't commit to an hour and a half of cardio every day. And so now you're stuck at like, say, 40 minutes, 30 minutes. And you're like, well, now I'm gaining weight, but I'm still doing 30 minutes of cardio. Yes, because your body is actually not burning as many calories as you think it is right? So this is the other problem. It's like, unless you can commit two, three, four hours. And then a lot of the times what happens is your body can't keep up. So yes, you might be able to do two hours of cardio, but eventually your joints, your ligaments, your muscles, they start getting tight. They start getting tired. There's no way you can do it. You can't maintain it. And then you end up falling off track, getting sick, getting injured, whatever. Then you're like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. And this happens over and over and over again in this type of era. Okay. Right. So we see that happen a lot with the fitness side of things. Then we see that cravings go up. So the more cardio that you're doing, the more cravings you're going to get, right? Because your body is really wanting that energy. It's wanting those carbohydrates. It's wanting that energy. Like guys, food is energy. Okay. Energy is food. Calories is energy. That's all it is. Okay. And so like the more that you exercise, the more that you're going to notice that your appetite increases because it is more hungry because it is doing more things. Um, it's like, if you had a uh, computer, I always use this example. If you had a computer and you have a very slow hard drive. Think of that as like your metabolism. When you go to load something, it takes a long time. Same thing with your body. But the more that you like create more capacity or like you put in more memory, in this case, you move more, you're going to be able to, it's going to speed up. It's going to be a lot faster. It's going to help you a lot more. And so that's very, very helpful. Okay. And so, yeah. And so like the cravings are normal. Everyone thinks cravings are so bad. Cravings aren't bad. They're normal. It's just like, can you manage the cravings? Are you making sure that you're eating enough food to be able to not crave things so that you overeat and then stay within your deficit? You know what I mean? That kind of thing is an issue. So that's another mistake that I see. Um, so the first one is doing only cardio and doing a ton of it and not eating enough. The second one is if it fits your macro. So like doing a ton of cardio and then just trying to eat whatever, whenever, and not having any solid plan. And then the third thing is thinking that cravings are bad when they're not bad. They're just an indicator that you're hungry and you need some more food for the most part, or that you're missing nutrients. Cravings a lot of the time come when we're not drinking enough protein or not drinking enough water or getting enough protein in. So just make sure that you're incorporating those and it's very helpful. Or like if you're somebody that's like very low on iron, but you don't eat very many like iron like based foods and you need to supplement like that's kind of when things come in but normally we only have to supplement because we're not getting enough from our diet which is a diet issue or like a nutrition problem it's not like a supplement problem okay so the next thing is i noticed that a lot of ladies who focus on cardio the other mistake i see is that high stress and it's like i can run it off so you'll eat a bunch of food or you'll drink a bunch of wine and then you'll be like yeah i'll work it off tomorrow i'll work it off the next day i'll work it off the other day you can't outrun it you can't outrun it. It's very, very, very hard to outrun a bad diet. It's very hard. Um, there's a video by Steve Cook on YouTube. It's very funny, actually. He ate 10,000 calories and then the next day tried to burn it off. I think he got to five or 6,000 calories and he was like burnt. Like he was doing everything, swimming, biking, running, working out, like moving all day. You cannot do it. And our food, yes, like yeah, you can blame the food if you want, whatever works your boat. I try and do, you know, self-responsibility. But at the end of the day, like you can say that our food is high, highly palatable and it is high calorie, which it is, but it is still your responsibility to portion it. So yes, you could order a burger and you could want the full burger. But if you know that that burger is a thousand calories, you should probably cut it in half. You know what I mean? Or like, 
why are you getting the highest calorie burger you can find? Um, why are you eating all of your fries on the side? Like you can do that, but it's also like looking at your portions. If you're really trying to lose weight, build muscle, like actually like be serious about your health goals, then maybe we're making different choices, right? Maybe we're making like, you know, you could, if you're trying to heal your relationship with food, sure, you could have the burger and fries, but it's like, we're portioning it out still. Just because you're eating it doesn't mean you're eating the whole damn thing. Like I could go get a slushy, but I'm going to go buy a small slushy. I'm not going to go buy an extra large slushy. I don't need that. When I go to Dairy Queen, I'm going to get a small. I'm not going to get a medium or a large. I don't need a thousand calories of ice cream to still like feel good about getting some calories. The reason why you want the medium or the large one is because you've been restricting yourself. And now you feel like, oh, why can't I have the large one? It's basically like, you know, when you have two kids and you give one kid something and you don't give the other one. That's kind of how we are with food, if I'm being honest. Like, that's like the closest resemblance that I can put. And so, like, you know how you look at your kids and you go, life's not fair? Same shit. Your husband's going to be able to eat, like, the full portion. And you're probably going to have to eat half if you want to maintain your weight. I'm not saying that because I'm trying to be, like, you know, diet culture or whatever. I'm saying that because if you actually want to manage your weight, you probably have to eat a smaller portion. Right? That's just how it goes. Or if you have like calories, because the whole day you haven't really like eaten, maybe you've been busy, whatever. Yeah, like you might be able to eat the 1200 calories because you haven't really eaten that day. But it really just depends on what that looks like. But that's really the reality of it. I, like, I think everyone's trying to sugarcoat it on the internet right now. But like, that's, that's what it comes down to. That's it just making better choices. If you guys went out with like me and the one day I'm going to do a video on me and the coaches when we go out to eat, I just show you guys like, they make really good choices when it comes to food. We all do. And it's just a learned behavior. It's not that we like don't want the burger sometimes and yeah, we'll get it. But if we go like one, like we go out three times, one of the three times is going to be like a more fun option. The other two are going to be healthier options that still taste just as good. I have no problem going out and getting a steak with some mashed potatoes or like getting like a nice piece of chicken with like, um, you know, different peppers and like whatever. It's really delicious. It's really good. But at the same time, if you've been restricting, you're picturing this bland ass chicken breast on your plate. And that's just not the thing. Okay. And then the mindset again is like, eat as little as possible and move the most. And I find that's also a big mistake. Okay. You can keep moving, but your cravings are just going to ramp up. And so this is where we want to use cardio as a, um, as a tool rather than a crutch. And so what I like to do, and especially like something that I find very sustainable is it's kind of like, you know how like throughout your week, you have your work schedule every single day, but then you have two days where you don't have to work for the most part. Maybe some of you guys are on shift work, but you guys get the deal. Okay. So you have that. Then you have the days where your kids are in sports or activities, for example. Then you have your opposite days where you don't have anything. That's a really good idea to work out on those days. But you see how it's like, I wouldn't stack a kid's like a kid's sports schedule with my workout. You know what I mean? Unless I did that earlier in the morning doesn't make sense. You're going to be like very tired. It's going to be chaotic. The odds of you doing it is very low. Like you're just setting yourself up for failure, right? It's the same thing with cardio is like, well, if you can't plan the fact that you have an hour every single day, then why are you planning to do an hour run every single day? Whereas like you could do weights a few times a week and actually like lift decently heavy, or at least try. Like if you lift say Tuesday, Thursday, then you go for a run on Monday and Saturday done. You got three to four workouts in your laugh and you got your cardio in, you got your weights in, like it's something to help you manage everything. And it's something that you build within your schedule. It's not something that should just be like the main focus and cardio. Also guys, like if you're under eating, it is going to pull from muscle before it pulls from fat. So the silly thing is too, is, is like, so you go for like, so if you're a sprinter, it's a little different, 
Like if you're sprinting, it's a bit different, um, but that's also going to ramp up your cravings if you're not eating enough. So it seems like kind of a catch 22. So that's just going to ramp up your cravings also. But like when you are running and you're like going for like a 30, 40 minute run or a 20 minute run or whatever, or you're doing like a long amount of cardio, you're going to notice that you burn more muscle first rather than fat. If you're not getting enough protein and you're not eating enough food and then you're adding cardio in, you might as well just like start shaving off your muscle right now. Like it doesn't make any sense. Cardio is something that you add in afterwards. So it's like you eat enough protein, you eat enough food, then you're like, okay, I'm going to do some like weight training and stuff. I'm going to make sure I'm building and maintaining my muscle. And then I'm going to incorporate cardio for my lung and my heart health, as well as to help me get a few extra steps because our society is very sedentary. We're not moving very much. And so the thing is, is like, if you're not moving intentionally, the odds that you hit 7,000 steps a day is pretty much zip. It's zero. So instead focus on making sure that you're actually doing it. You're going to have to intentionally do that. And that's where cardio comes in. So whether that's a circuit, whether that's a hit like thing, whether that's just going for a walk or run, doing the bike, whatever, it's like, that's where that 20 to 30 minutes comes in. It's more so as an add on on top to hit your total steps, to make sure that like your heart and lung health is good to make sure that, you know, your bowels are moving and your body, like your body requires movement because all day we're sitting like this right? And we get like 3000 steps in and then wonder why we're tired. It's like, you're tired because you're not moving. Your digestion isn't moving. Like everything's kind of like stagnant. And so once you start moving, a lot of other things start going too, but you got to take that action. And so cardio is an addition to everything. It is not the main focus. This is why people can, you know, lift weights and like eat food and not necessarily do cardio and still see fat loss. It's because they don't actually need cardio. It's just another way to, to add it in. And yes, like cardio is going to burn technically more calories per session, but long-term you, if I go do weights three times a week for the same amount of time, I can burn different calorie amounts within that certain time, right? With cardio, say I burn 300 calories in whatever, 30 minutes, for example, then what's going to happen is after a while, I'm going to burn 200 calories for 30 minutes. Then I'm going to burn 100 calories for 30 minutes. And like, eventually you're just going to kind of like be burning whatever because your body's so used to it. It's just really not worth it. So especially like as you guys are getting older and as your kids are and stuff like that, like really trying to switch into weights is going to be so freaking helpful for your joints, for your muscles, for your mood, for your mindset, but also because it's going to fit better into your, um, it's going to fit better into your life. It's going to be easier to maintain. It's going to be way easier to maintain, right? Like I'm very busy guys. I work like 12 hours a day, if I'm being honest. And like, the thing is, is that I sit a ton. I get steps in and I make sure that I get like my cardio in, but it's just like a light walk or like elliptical or whatever. And then the primary of like my actual fitness is weights. And if you look like, unless you're a sprinter, which they also lift weights, you're going to notice that the composition that you're looking for is from lifting weights. It's not from doing cardio. It doesn't make any sense. And you're like, well, I can't like, I'm going to lose weight and get smaller. Yes. But the thing is, is that the odds that you can keep it off from only doing cardio is very slim to none. And you're going to get stuck so much faster than if you incorporate weights, you incorporate protein, even just like incorporating higher amounts of protein has been shown. You are going to be a leaner individual just for eating more protein. So even if you're like, I don't have access to weights, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm going to get hurt, whatever. Like you can eat protein and still see more results than you doing cardio five days a week. Like it's crazy, right? So do that. So protein, then we're going to focus on weights. And guys, you literally, I see you guys like, I see so many women like on the phone with their coffee, million bags, grabbing a kid, 
you know, coming up, it's like 50 pounds of stuff, if not more. And then you're in the gym with 10 pound weights. Like, unless you have a medical condition, lift more weight. You can 100% lift heavier than you think you can. 100%. You're literally carrying around a 30 to 50 pound kid every single day. And then on top of it, like grocery bags, things like that, probably a solid like 20 to 40 pounds. And then you're lifting 10 to 15 pound weights. Like, yes, shoulder raises, I'll give you that. God, those took forever to like lift up and weight. But everything else, like you can squat probably more than you think. You can probably lunge more than you think. You can probably do push-ups, like, like elevated push-ups. You don't have to do them on the ground, but like you can work up to that. It just takes a little bit of time and concentration, but you can do it. Okay. So um, again, cardio error, these are the biggest mistakes that I see when it comes to that and kind of some things to rectify it. So going through this again, really quickly, cardio era, we got our stressed out girls who have cravings all over the place. If it fits your macros, you're just trying to eat whatever, whenever normally lightweights hit cardio, things like that are what you're doing. And you do Pilates because you want to feel better, but really you're just super stressed. Um, it's making you even more hungry and giving you even more cravings. And, but you do it because it feels good. And then we're like, Oh, I want to run it off or I want to run the calories off or over exercising. And that's something that we're working through as well. And then really it's like eating as little as possible and trying to move the most, which is the things that I see commonly happen the most. And so what we're going to do to combat this is actually focus on starting to do resistance training and starting to eat more protein. And then we're going to add cardio in afterwards to make sure that that's like an added thing for our steps rather than relying on that for our overall fitness. And guys, I, just a very uh, quick case study in terms of like Anna, for example, if you guys haven't seen Anna, she's pretty much like we just plastered her everywhere. She freaking killed it. Um, but Anna's literally kept the weight off for over two years. And she literally did this when she first started. She came to boot camp. She was like doing all these things. And she's like, I just haven't seen any results. I'm running all the time. Like I'm just kind of eating whatever, like trying to eat healthy, but it's not working. And then as soon as we started actually like improving her weights and like showing her what to do and like actually started eating enough food. Now she's kept the weight off for over two years and she looks insane. And now she's going to the gym and she's put on so much muscle and she literally is fucking built. Like she's built. Right. And so the reason why that happened is just because she decided to take a chance and she figured out like, Hey, what I'm doing isn't working and actually like took the leap to be like, okay, I need to figure out what to do, but I don't know how to do it. And so she got the help that she needed and now she's crushing it. Right guys, DIY doesn't always work. Like do it yourself. Didn't work for me and it didn't work for any of our clients. Like when I first started, it was a joke. Like I put on 25s on either side and I started squatting and it didn't work. My butt was still flat and it's because I didn't know what I was doing. And I had to ask for help and figure it out and get someone to actually coach me through things because I didn't even know. Right. Sometimes like it's really hard to diagnose the problem when you're like in the bottle. Um, but as soon as someone else has like outside objective eyes on it, it's very easy for them to see what needs to be improved. So, yeah, again, all I can say is like it freaking worked for her and it worked for me and it worked for everybody else that was in this. Um, but yeah, if you're looking for a place to start, increase your protein, make sure you're starting to lift weights. Just give it a try. You can literally download a program anywhere. Our free group has tons of extra resources as well, um, like workouts and things like that. And then add cardio in addition if you like to do it. Okay. I hope this was helpful. Um, if you guys learned anything, make sure that you screenshot this podcast and share it to your story, Samantha Mill Spit. And I hope you have the best freaking day ever. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.